A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the little waterfall of this podcast. Swoosh. Fish. Splash. I can hear I can hear it. The water. <laughs> Makes me want to pee. So soothing. <laughs> Comforting. I know. Well, now even out in, I just went on a hike. I'm finally back after all this rain and there's like trickles everywhere and it's so spring spring done sprung life is back mcrib is back <laughs> i don't know if it's actually back but things feel things feel back in the groove the shamrock shake is probably back i i was just He's gonna back. say the shamrock shake is back i did pop into a mcdonald's in the bay and saw it and i almost got i wanted to get a, a shamrock mcflurry Oh, mint, I don't Oreo think I've ever mint. had one. I don't like it that much. I do love mint ch- and mint chocolate chip, but I don't know why the McDonald's one. I mean, I know why. 
<laughs> what, what am I talking about? Uh, it's gr- it's good, but it's not like, you know, going in. Yes. 31 flavors, you know, Baskin family. I Ooh. feel you. I like the or I like the Oreo specific with the mint. I mean, I like a mint chocolate chip, too, but I feel like there's something about the Oreo filling in there, too. That... Special. Yeah. Yeah. Feels I good. I that now. <laughs> <laughs> Still half a day left, Julia. Hell yeah. Um. Anyway, I've been going. I don't really like hiking. It's this whole thing. It's it's a contentious point in my relationship. And um, my husband really loves it. And I kind of always like. I, I'm he's very kind of go with the flow. And he has a lot of Libra and a lot of Pisces in his chart. And I, I tend to like force him to come swim with me or do stuff or like that I like to do. And so on our honeymoon, it was one of the things that we talked about. Uh, and I was like, I want to try to like hike more with you because um, I know you really enjoy it. So I figured out that I love waterfalls and that's the way you can get me to like go on a hike is by like telling me that there's this thing you're going to see and it's going to be cool and it's going to refresh you. And like sometimes you can get a little spritz off the old waterfall, a little scent of forest. Um, but so I've been trying to set up these hikes and a few times he's had to cancel on me. And so I've gone by myself on a couple. Um, one of the ones I realized one of the things I really don't like is <laughs> animals like when they're moving through the bushes, but you can't see what it is. I just start freaking out and I'm like, there's a bear. It's like, it's definitely not a bear. It's like a squirrel, you know, but I'm just there like um, anyways, that's why I'm a, a waterfall today. Your imagination went goes wild in the when the yeah. bushes start shaking. Well, That's also fair. one of the ones I went on, it's pretty remote, and there was literally zero other hikers. Like the all trails thing said, like, oh, it's very popular. Like you'll see other people. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I didn't see anyone, not a single human being, until Whoa. I was 15 minutes from my car on the way out. And mm-hmm. so it was like, it was really nice because I was like, I got this beautiful, like natural area all to myself. But I was also like, there's no, there's no GPS. There's no service over here. Like if something were to happen, oopsie, you know, she's yeah. getting eaten. Yeah. She's bear food, baby. Cocaine bears coming for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to I go. Wish. Dude, from a cocaine bear? That would be, be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we it would a... it would probably be horrible, but like it would they would be they would be uh, you know, saying so many nice things at, at the end of my life. <laughs> I mean, it would be yeah, zooted up like, death. Wow. <laughs> Everyone would be talking about it. That's for sure. It would be <laughs> newsworthy. I also think that a cocaine bear is going to be like working faster, harder than your regular, like a regular bear sounds mm. like devastatingly could be very slow and right. like drawn out. Whereas like cocaine bear, I feel like you're getting like run through and it's like also, <laughs> I mean, it's like just your glasses are left. So it's like, well, <laughs> that's how we know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, we need Smokey the bear on that cocoa so he can really get the word out about Preventing Pokey forest the, fire. Pokey the bear. Pokey the bear. Whoa, it is Pokey the bear. If that's, that's in cocaine bear, right don't tell me. If that's in cocaine yeah, we bear haven't already, s- do not tell me. We want to see it as experts a group. on cocaine bear, but we have not seen it yet. We need us. That's our that's our next rite of passage as as a as a trio is cocaine bear. 
getting ascended at the cocaine bear. No, I last time I went out to nature, I was also fearful that a bear was out there because they could be where we live. It's actually an option. Julia, your sister-in-law showed that bear footage in her backyard. And I was like, okay, got it. We're cohabitating a neighborhood. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just like, that has the sidewalks and shit. Like, (laughs) like they're, they're in, which I guess we're in theirs, you know, come back to it. I come back to it. I always jingle my keys and like I bring mm-hmm. my hydro flask and I like hit my ring against it and try to make noise. I don't, like that mm-hmm. helps. They're like, oh, the human's over here. I'm gonna go eat it. Well, it does because that's I do feel like people don't you don't think about it this way. But really, all of these things are like communication issues, essentially, because you can't tell a bear that you're like, hey, man, I'm on a hike. To- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me go. But I'm on I my way. I always I I have so much knowledge about, you know, ocean and all that kind of stuff where I'm like, they say, like, the reason surfers sometimes have interactions with sharks is because on a surfboard with just your feet hanging off, you look like a seal. So they're Mm -hmm. like not actually like looking to kill humans or maim them or do anything to them. But they think you're food. And so Mm -hmm. to me, I always go like what's the most human noise I can make or what's the most like human. So it's like turning on your phone ringer or something is like jingling mm-hmm. keys. It's like mechanical and, and like you start what? podcasting <laughs> live, live. Well, welcome to fresh air. We good bear. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to brag. I'm in two hiking clubs right now. So I'm Ooh. like, I'm pulling Full and fucking double duties Dang. on the hikes. I have not I been know. able to. I haven't been. I feel very bad because I've tried to. I have said I've tried to join several clubs, hiking club, a tennis thing or whatever. Where I'm like, I want to mm. go like do a thing. And then I just do that thing where it just truly has not worked out any of the dates. And then I'm like, I know that this makes it seem like I don't really want to be in this club, but I really just no keep the invites coming. Yeah, I will make it when coming. I make especially if it's something that's like once a month. If you miss it, then yeah, you're not going to be there for two more months or whatever it is. Yeah. I think this Saturn Pisces it's time to come back to what this episode's about. I would love ritual, you know, take a shot Pisces, but like Tuesday spaghetti dinner, you know, we do this or like, I, I like a tent pole. Like this is where you can find me. Cause this feels very Pisces. Like I know I'm, you can't catch me all the time, but like, like for me, like I want, there's this dance night. Maybe I won't reveal it. I'll reveal it on Patreon because I don't trust y'all out here on the main feed. <laughs> so like there's a specific dance night that's once a month. And I'm like, okay, I just want to be like, I will always be here if you can come, come. But I'm like, I will be at this thing. Come on out. Or the same with like hiking clubs or like a dinner party thing. Like I like big temple ritual because then it's like more space in between to also be yourself and do your own life things. But knowing that you'll have the, the, the catch up and the clubs and the time to see who you want to see and around the things that you like. I love that and had not thought about this as being a Saturn in Pisces um, kind of thing, but thinking about what that made me think of is on the one hand, you, the ritual goer get to decide what it is that you're just building your ritual routine around or whatever you're going like, okay, this is the thing that I'm committing to being at consistently so that it becomes a thing kind of about me, but also thinking about like the dance night example saying, you're going to have to say, I do this every month 
a bunch of times to the point where you might feel like defensive or you, you know, you know, when you do something consistently and someone consistently asks you like, are you going to do this or what time or whatever? And it's like, you know, they don't mean something by it, but it's still, we get ego defensive or whatever. Cause it goes like, how do you not know this about me by now? But that also being a Saturn in Pisces kind of like needing to constantly communicate the boundary, even though people want it to be something like, uh, inconsistent, but making it something consistent that could easily be moved. I don't know if that makes sense, mm-hmm. but that thing of going like committing to yourself to not go like, oh, well, I guess I'm not a person that does this or whatever, like deciding that this mm-hmm. is a thing about you and feeling free to continue, knowing that it's something that people might keep asking you about. And that part of making it a ritual is like consistently saying like, no, I go all of the time because you go all of the time and knowing that you're still going to have to, I don't know, talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like um great time to plug our Patreon. We are going to consistently remind you that if you're enjoying this <laughs> podcast, then why aren't you over on our Patreon? We have bonus episodes. You like what you're hearing. Why don't you support us? Like, it's like, oh, Patreon's like, yes, it's because we get too much information at any given time and people forget. I, the amount of time people are like, oh, what's your astrology thing? It's like, oh my, it's like, this is just listen or like, just show up or like, yep, I'm here every Monday. Like this, you know where to find me. I'm do that. I go to the stance, you know where to find me. And yeah, I guess like not being, taking it personally, which is like, classic water sign <laughs> behavior is like you don't care then or you don't notice me it's like no people are just like tired and don't have attention mm-hmm. spans and you need to tell and it might not be the right time for that person to yeah. go out dancing it might not be that right time to join a patreon but maybe now is the time no oh, i was just gonna say there is that like hang time between both of those things too that trusting that like you are going to keep doing the thing. And so you can keep reminding people and also trusting that someone does want that. They mean what they say when they say, please keep giving me the invite. I'm not trying to like dodge this, whatever. I don't know. Just thinking of this trust, trust and space and both like action and inaction as very Pisces Saturn of kind of having to do not it being the boundary itself as movable, but you having to kind of defend on both sides of the boundary, if that makes sense. Like it's not a a goal where there's one entry. It can be either side. Okay. Thinking about, you know, and maybe this is more of like, for me, I have a lot of 12th house energy, but I do feel like Pisces being that last sign of the Zodiac, um, there is an energy about following up and and completing things and tying bows Mm -hmm. and i know that that's not really what we associate with pisces because it's a lot of like you know unknown and and these these bigger themes letting it loose yeah and and i think for sure that is the case but it's also the end of the wheel so it is you know figuring out how to like wrap that thing um and and it's also mutable. So it's also about moving forward. And I think, you know, it's kind of the uh, a graduation of, of Saturn in some sense, because it has traveled through all 12 signs of the Zodiac and will be returning into Aries. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that'll be, you know, the first sign again, <laughs> we're all familiar. Um, but so I, I do think there is, there is a big um, a shift and especially talking about Saturn 
I think we've talked about in previous episodes, Saturn moving through its rulership for the last two signs, um, or at least signs that has been associated with in ancient and modern astrology, um, moving into one that where it isn't so comfortable. And, and it's that senior year energy, you know, and I think it's that, yes, we have like senior prank and there are all these very like fun, wild, unruly Pisces things that happen during senior year, but it's also graduation and it's also applying for your next job or school or, you know, uh, if you're going to like the Peace Corps or whatever, like figuring out your next move. And it it does feel like a lot of things all at once. And with Saturn being lessons, I mean, that's, that's a lot of lessons. I think kind of to what you were saying julia about like these clubs and stuff like you're in a 12th house perfection year like it's gonna be hard to balance all of those things to to decide i'm finished with this thing and i really want to start moving towards this and how do i free up my schedule because i i want to be a part of this group or this club or whatever when you know the last perfection year that you went through the 11th house is Mm -hmm. about those things about building you know having your dreams and your friends and your groups and where you belong and then moving into this like okay like we're wrapping up things and you know so Mm -hmm. it just it's coming you got you know you got Mm -hmm. your whole oh yeah it's so weird you say that because i was just thinking stoned of course about this the other day like with perfection years or even with like saturn moving through like those big transits or those big houses that are really getting their light shine on it. Just a reminder too, when we talk about the houses, that's basically like the part of your chart that's getting lit up by whatever's transiting. And it's like, oh, like for me, I've had Saturn in my eighth house these last couple of years. It's now moving into my into my ninth. And I feel like, and then before that was the seventh, you get it. Um, It keeps moving. But with perfection years too, you know, each year of life representing a different house that might be highlighted, yada, yada. But like when you're in it, and then it's done. Then I'm like, wait, now I'm ready to do like eighth house stuff. Like I was just in it at the time. Like I couldn't see all the eighth houseiness that I was doing. And you now I like some of it. So you feel comfortable yeah, like, like continuing to do I'm, that. Yeah. Like I moved through it and now I'm kind of ready to return and reflect back at it or do those things. Or even um, I'm about to go into 11th house year and I was in this 10th house year. So I was supposed to be in this time of, you know, visibility and career. And it's like, Oh, I had to be like uncomfortable at points being seen and then get, you know, practice doing that. Now I feel like I want to do more 10th house stuff now moving into my 11th because like I kind of got all like the the creaky, like greasy, like I need to dust this offness of it. Um, that's that that's great. Sense. That's how it. I think that's how it's supposed to work. And I think a lot of the time, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm coming to the end of my 11th house year. And so one of the things that I have done at work is start a group and it's been throughout the year, it's been a growing pain. There have been things, ups and downs. And I feel like, and now we're having our first thing. And so it's like the end, literally the end of my 11th house year. And so it's like now, but the, the beautiful part about that and what you're saying is like, that is what it's supposed to do. You're supposed to have that 10th house stuff to build on for the 11th house mm-hmm. and have that 11th house stuff to build on for the 12th and have that 12th house mm-hmm. stuff to build on. Doesn't for mean you're done. Yeah, it's all like, so you have those things that you want to do. So keep doing them, keep them in in rotation and move them towards those 11th house things. How can we as me women as a group how can we as astrologers feel comfortable in in performance in work in all of these other more seen areas of life how can we 
we as people, how can I make changes for the greater good? How can I accomplish my dreams because of these things? Those are all like 11th house spaces. I think it's also like learning a, you have to take a class for a semester at school, but you don't like lose that knowledge, but you're getting tested on these things and you're having to focus like, this is the book that you're reading. But then you go after, after you finish that class, you go like, Oh, I'm so interested in whatever I learned in this class. And you take that with you instead of it being like, Oh, now it's not the same way that when we talk about people having like empty houses and things like that, just because it's a focus doesn't mean now that that's, you don't have an eighth house in your chart. Now you're like, oh, now that I know this is here, I can like use this room. Yeah. Really. Um, I also, you know, looked up a few things of past Saturn and Pisces. Um, one of mm -hmm. them being the Vietnam War happened uh, largely during, or I guess like I say escalated mostly during this transition from um, Aquarius to Pisces. And um one thing that I think is really interesting about mm -hmm. that is that there was so much uh, protesting and anti-war activism. And I think we really associate a lot of like um, activism stuff with Aquarius, but I think Pisces really are like a, a activism sign. And I also think that um, the draft is a very interesting um, like Saturn Pisces. I'm not mm -hmm. like saying that, doing that again by any means imagine the draft comes back it would be it would be <laughs> the tiktokers are gonna go do this yeah right <laughs> they're gonna go to ukraine but, and do dances but like the burning of draft cards and things like that mm -hmm. that was very popular during that time and i feel like the draft is something that it kind of speaks to that like we are all one nature of of Pisces where it's like oh mm -hmm. well we're just picking it we're all one so like your numbers up in in a in a negative way um and so I think there is this interesting like I don't know this like activism versus choice and all of this I mean we're talking about you know abortion stuff now during this cycle and I just I don't know I find it very interesting this the idea of of choice and and you know I don't know absence of choice I guess Mm -hmm. yeah well well i mean ain't that ain't that true though that's very pressing topic of late of what's regulated what's not well it's all it bullshit. is this the saturn pisces to me is also this idea of it being like what you believe not necessarily what is uh, or like the way that you can through the lens of belief change what is quote unquote objective fact or whatever things aren't just what they are there are multiple things and the same thing can be uh like inspiring or devastating depending on which way you're kind of looking at it and i think that that's a very like pisces mm -hmm. yeah not to be like a facebook mom but like this john stewart clip was going around with some like jim oak like politician from oklahoma about of course about to, about guns and you know gun regulation and the Oklahoma guy was like, or John Stewart was like, do you know the leading cause of youth death? And the guy's like, I'm guessing you're going to say guns. And he's like, you can't say I'm guessing you're going to say like, like, it's my opinion that this is the leading cause of death. But yeah, it is. And because that is the fact. So like, check your emotional tone at me, bro. Because like, I'm not like taking this out of my like, ooh, this satisfies my wish of making you be proven wrong or whatever mm -hmm. so i think too maybe that is part of 
you know, the, the watery emotional side of Pisces with Saturn there, that is about facts, time, reality, you, you know, like what is your, what is your reality? What is fantasy? I think too, cause the last time this was here, what was 93 to 96 roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw this on Chani's blog about Saturn and Pisces of, you know, the heroin chic time and also like very grunge and this fantasy and like, um, you know, like these things that are kind of depicted as like unhealthy air quotes, right. Of, of body image or style or like, you know, abuse like substances or like really like rearing yourself down to the bone quite literally. Um, and I think it's a good reminder of, you know, this is just, that's not going to be your reality either. Like these, some of these are un- these unobtainable beauty things, which we've already are, very, it's a very heavy topic you know, and has been very prevalent, but I think now we're seeing that pendulum move back to heroin chic or whatever it is. And of like, that's not like, these are models. Like, like, that's not you. Like, that is not you. Like, that's not going to be for everybody either. So I think too, of like image and how we're being seen. Um, cause Pisces is very aesthetically based as well. And very about looks and, and things like that being naturally okay. in the Venus sector. One of the things I wrote down a phrase was like compassionate discipline. And I think that that is like the opposite of heroin chic where it's like Mm -hmm. to me, Saturn and Pisces, there is one to go like, look how far I'm willing to sacrifice myself when in in fact, Uh it's like if you're I'm sorry, you should not be willing to go to those. If that's the length you need to go to, that's like an unsustainable length and we're not going to say we're not going to be proud of you for disciplining yourself so uncompassionately as to Mm -hmm. be grinding that hard like that's not that's not worth celebrating that's um yeah troubling like we we need we need some compassion (laughs) are you okay yeah (laughs) a couple of the movies that i think came out during the 90s one um i mean i didn't i just kind of went from memory so correct me if i'm wrong but uh toy story lion king this is like what happens what happens when you're not looking or whatever Mm -hmm. it's this idea of these kind of the animation of inanimate or not i mean animals Mm -hmm. are animate but they don't speak and so anthropomorphizing those things um i also find i mean the lion king to me i I guess i better look up the date because i find it very and the 12th house is all about large animals right or not all Mm -hmm. about but that's in there right Mm -hmm. so i do feel like uh, Lion King. Well, no, I don't want 90, tickets. 94. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah, right around them. It's in there. Mm-hmm. And then Toy Story 2. I feel like Toy Story is this kind of um behind the curtain. Yeah, 95. So kind of behind the curtain and what happens to these things. And and it's very imagination-based, right? So it's like all this... I don't know. I just, it felt very um very Piscean to me for those like Disney, Disney big. Well, hits. And it totally reboosted Disney as like a, as a company, like of let's get back to what the people want here too. Like just total fantasy and imagination. And I can't remember the CEO who came in at that time too, but oh, yeah, no, like, like, uh, God, I'm going to, I'm going to get canceled for my Jeffrey, Disney. Jeffrey free. Katzenberg. Yeah. So like the whole, um, yeah, there was just a whole like style change as well. And like embracing, you know, what, what, what you could even do with the kind of technology, you know, like off of, also coming off of Aquarius energy, right. Of like, how can we, where can we take this? That's more innovative. I find too, a few of the things that I think for me, 
the things that I think will be in focus a little bit during this time. Um, I think commercial fishing is going to be something that we look more closely at. Um, I know there was that documentary on Netflix that everybody kind of watched and forgot about. Um, cleaning up the Pacific garbage patch in an environment environmentalistic standpoint, the oceans. Um, I mean, obviously sea levels are rising and things. We've just had king tides here in California, which is often how marine biologists measure how much the um, polar ice caps have melted because the king tides are going to be the highest that the tides will go. So you can like look literally at a rock and be like, oh, it's lit when it when it comes out, you can see like, oh, it's eroding higher than it ever has on this rock or whatever. Um, so some of that kind of stuff. Um, I think space and science too are are Piscean things that are might come into focus during this time period. Um, whether that's more SpaceX stuff or if we're actually you know, I mean, we're getting those beautiful pictures from space. Um, every, I don't know, this seems like they drop into my inbox somehow every once in a while. So, uh, for getting better photographs, better telescopes, technology moving in that direction, um, expansion in that way. I think pharmaceuticals is another, um, another like area that we will be looking at. Um, you know, the development of new pharmaceuticals, the hopefully regulation of things like insulin company. I, I know California is like attempting to start its own um, company to make insulin more affordable. Mm -hmm. So things like that, where it's like, oh, we're going to like uh, subvert the system in order to like make this happen in our, for our community. Um, mm -hmm. And then I think Jesus um, we saw this big Jesus Whoa. Super Bowl. He's ad. coming back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the final yeah. return. Um, yeah. No, but I do think there is. Uh, he's often represented with a fight. Pisces, Pisces symbolism, the fish. Um, mm -hmm. you know, washing of feet, all of that, those kind of things, footprints. Um, all of those kind of things are definitely associated with Christ in the Christian tradition and not necessarily in astrology. But I do think that seeing that big Super Bowl ad and the way that you know Christians are updating or you know i don't know exactly the right way to say this but like yeah mm -hmm. spending money to like get more visibility um to get you know <laughs> jesus to the forefront again um that might be something we see a lot more of it doesn't mean that we're all believing in it more or anything like that it just might be something we see Damn, jesus is rebranding fuck mm -hmm. <laughs> he's already like so, so like yeah. the leading man and the, then i, th I also did world I also, also think, I think that could be a cult leader who says they're the second coming of Jesus. Oh, too. Could totally, yeah, could be. Yeah. Let's see. It, or it might be, maybe we'll just, that's actually a great angle for us. I think for the future of the pod, right. we're actually all Jesus. Mm -hmm. But come on yeah. down. Jesus does astrology.com. New. <laughs> yeah. He, um, oh my God. I, I also um, think music will come back into the forefront, whether it's in uh, rights scenario whether it's an ai starts you know i mean i we've, we're already having this conversation about ai using artists art and those things um what happens when ai can make those little tiktok sounds um and the the music that they're using to learn mm -hmm. is not getting compensated so things like that Ooh. or you know compensation laws with I'm not going to name, you know, any names here because yeah. they do distribute our podcast, but, um, you know, big, big music streaming services, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. getting paid for those things that that also made me just think, though, of of 
music coming back in a way where either streaming is limited or whatever like having to have the time and space to like listen to music that feels like a saturn in pisces kind of like i don't know patience uh sort of discipline in the sense of like actually sitting and listening to what you're listening to or going to see something live or something something around that where we're having to stretch time well you know, yeah. I always think of, especially when it's like, I've said it, I think in Mercury retrogrades and Pisces and stuff, but like, I always think of like, it's other people's music. Like when you go into a public space and you're listening to like, you know, other people's mm-hmm. music and, and it, I think a lot of the regulations around, you know, like Instagram business accounts and using stuff, using, you know, uh, uh, rihanna song or a beyonce song i mean you're not allowed to do that but if the song is playing in the business say i'm at walgreens and a beyonce song is playing while i'm shooting a video that's legal somehow Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where it's like there are all of these and and uh you know netflix is saying like one password per household meanwhile like spotify songs are playing in a dance club for thousands of people like how do we rectify the two and all of those kind of things questions i don't have answers to these things well the other thing too is streamers to different form of media with movies and television are taking off you know collections of movies or tv because they want to save who knows whatever bullshit reason is like saving on storage space you know i'm simplifying the terms that they use but now physical media, like maybe we shouldn't have got rid of all our CDs and DVDs because now you can't just stream whatever you want. You then have to pay per episode or that it doesn't even exist. It's been wiped completely from from the web. I remember, I mean, I bought famously bought a DVD of Drop Dead Gorgeous for $17 before it was on any streaming site because it was no, it just didn't exist. It was like a ghost movie that you couldn't find anywhere. So I think people are feeling that like, fuck am I just gonna pay five dollars every time I want to watch one episode of RuPaul's Drag Race like this is not sustainable especially since we're used to everything being free free or cheap and Mm -hmm. when do those things become about like I think going back to kind of the the civil rights conversation and stuff where it's like when when do those things become about erasing gay culture or erasing black history in ways by removing media um from you know what I mean and I'm not saying like that they're actively doing that but like what what is the line what do we preserve as far as like historical culture women women's issues like those things are represented in film and television art in a lot of ways so erasing some of those things like it can erase um you know progress and history and 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 maybe it comes down to like maybe we need to be taking down the statues the things that are harmful the things that are you know what i mean i don't know if that's like the answer or whatever did you hear about my stepdad just told me about how they're and i just looked this up to be confirmed that this is true but in rolled doll books they're removing the words fat from all the books and replacing it with enormous which is also like i'm friends with fat people fat people claim fat like it's kind of just like a like weird weird choice bro also they're removing the word ugly and I don't know what they're replacing it with, but it's like weird. Like this is the weird, like taking down statues of slave owners. I can get behind like 
replacing i don't know it gets back to like banning books or like banning things that have existed it's like this is to learn also um, it was a different time i don't also, know that's is- i mean i i say i'm fat all the time and i don't know if that's a problematic thing or not um but i do feel like it's to, not <laughs> like you're, I you're, yeah you're... i mean i i know other fat people too they, they don't want yeah. to remove from books or whatever but i do think it's it a is strange just, one it's an an enormous of history <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, like that helps. Yeah, like, and yeah, it's like, just it's an alteration, changing something, going back and changing something, and how come it's okay in that regard, but we mm-hmm. can't like make further amendments to the Constitution or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where yeah. it's like you can't have it both ways. You'll switch every word every time. World Doll says fat, but you won't pay reparations. Like so, like what? Like where? Okay, that's so. I I guess I think that just feels so you know, take a shot, drink with Pisces, like feels just so tired. It's like, who is that servicing besides yourselves? Who is that making feel better? Like do something that actually lends to society or like, or pays retribution to those who have been wrong before. What illusion are we like holding up instead? And I think that changing (laughs) the words is like the illusion that we care about people, that we care about how people feel and how people see themselves when we aren't willing to do that in an actual way where it's like actually creating like instead of that why don't we actually look at how we are creating uh like second class citizens third class citizens whatever in in our actual structures not in this way that's Mm -hmm. like oh your feelings about a thing because that makes it seem like all of this stuff is made up when there are actually very real um like borders put Harmful, up to certain people. Yeah, there are, like, yeah. Yes, there, is, like, there are ways that we've put up real structures around these things, not like airy fairy. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Like, no, mm-hmm. there's like actual discrimination and actual <laughs> oppression. And this is something that I'm thinking of of Saturn and Pisces is how we deal with older people, age, Whoa. and, uh, you know, <laughs> all of this kind of stuff. And I think that there is a lot of emphasis put on like making sure we're teaching kids at the right thing instead of doing reparative, um, mm. like retroactive stuff where it's media like, it's literacy. About, yes. It's about admitting that you're wrong, admitting that these things did shape you. And so you might have some holes in your worldview on something, something that I've been thinking about a lot for myself, which I feel like is in this thing of kind of like revising your own noticing where you, even if you weren't consciously uh, affected by a thing it doesn't mean that that you weren't still having the messages that clearly are embedded in society embedded in you because you are just living life or whatever I've been thinking a lot about like religious stuff like that too where it's like I wasn't I didn't necessarily I would never been like oh religion shaped me in this way but also like you live in America there there of course it's right. shaped it's shaped Jesus everything. is on the Super Bowl yes exactly yeah. it's shaped everything that you've ever like known or or oriented yourself towards so to say that this doesn't have you don't have blind spots or whatever whether intentional or not it, it's that and I think this it we're very we're very excited to try to like get people when they're fresh and try and have them mm. make no mistakes instead of going like whoops we made a mistake Whoa. there and we need to update so it's going to take our, our structure is going to be a little uneven because there was a huge hole in this side of the building that we need to repair. So like bear with us while the breeze blows through, but that doesn't mean that we still just leave this building fucking ripped open. Like, why are we, yeah. why are we being like, I'd rather have this thing and call this breeze fucking 
you know, oh, this is yeah. just the the skylight that's letting us onto this next thing next time or like. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a conversation too. Um, is with like baby boomers and and like color me grateful that it seems like age expectancy life expectancy is getting longer and longer like well, and then people are living it's longer. just ticked down <laughs> well it did take well, down a year a year well i think COVID, covid probably had something to do with that but i i think generally people are working longer and so we've had a lot of conversations about you know when will baby boomers leave the workforce and having these methods of extending life um which are great. Don't get me wrong. Um, what does that mean about how we treat people in organizations and how we facilitate people moving towards different positions or moving up or creating more space? I know millennials have this like for all all of all of our adult life has been like waiting for boomers to you know move on so we can move up in a position or get a position. Um, I think it was a conversation with the Robert De Niro, uh, the they like used ai to make him younger in a movie or something and then oh yeah the like, will, irishman will like millennials ever get to work because yeah. he, he, <laughs> yes. he literally took over for brando right like that was one of his early roles i think um was he did like, play younger brando in the Godfather. yeah season. yeah so that yeah exactly so it's like oh what you had to play younger you and all of that kind of thing so i do think that will be a conversation i don't think it's a uh there i mean I don't to be fair yeah. Boomers irreplaceable, you know. <laughs> well, of course they are. I mean, I think of my mom, and I'm not trying to say in any way that like move on and you know all of that, but it is. Well, they can't. Re- they can't retire. I know. That's no the other can. part. That's the no problem. one can. I know. We're no so... one can graduate. We're all in the Saturn Pisces. Well, yes. and I was, I was thinking too. I was like watching House Hunters renovation. I was complaining how I'm like, I can't believe they cut the budget on. Uh, the voiceover like I miss her my mom was like she died of cancer and I was like oh I didn't okay I'm like I'm glad it was I was like I'm glad it wasn't a budget cut because I'm like why we love Suzanne Wang like why we let her go but I, even I was like can't they just they have enough of her voice can't they just like AI her in? Like, like they did I, I my brain went movie. evil <laughs> I went so evil I was like actually no whatever like but that might be I could but see that it. also is the kind of thing I feel like this is like the you know as much as I love that is the lengths that you have to go to to perpetuate something staying the same for that long and i think that that Mm -hmm. is another kind of pisces and saturn lesson is that it's like yeah no things have to things have to change high school is the same like grades but the people in that class are different every year and yet Mm -hmm. like school goes on and people go through whatever and like that i don't know the things that stay the same and the things that have to change and of course we would of course it would be great if they stayed the same but also it's not then it kind of becomes creepy and whatever like Mm-hmm. We gotta let it. Yeah, I mean, I just got my twenty-year eighth grade reunion invitation. Like, who does it? Like, who? Whoa! <laughs> who That's does it? Wild. I mean, you know, I don't know. That's I do it. like this kind of mix-up, mix-up of the traditional ones, where it's like, I don't know. That does sound intriguing more than high school. Yeah, it's like, hey, the last oh, time maybe. I saw you, you were maybe. you were grown yeah. boobs. What are you, what you doing now? <laughs> See, they I, came in. That's cool. I also think maybe this is just something I wrote down that I found relevant from um, because when this comes out, we'll be having a new moon tomorrow on the day that Saturn also goes into Pisces. I'm or sorry, a full moon. Yeah. And good, full, moon, full moons are about, um, you know, releasing. And so one thing in my yoga class, I don't know if this is true science, 
because I just heard it in a yoga class. So please don't, you know, come for me. But um, my yoga teacher was saying, you know, when we inhale that the air actually is pushed from the atmosphere into your body. Like it takes less. Um, uh, it's like more automatic, like just it's just going to happen because the atmosphere is pushing air. That's what atmospheric pressure does, according to this teacher. Um, so the exhale is what sounds really, right. really something you can really, really control and get like um, get the deep breathing going, starting with the exhale. Um, and that, to me, that was just interesting. I, I think of, you know, uh, I don't know if you've ever like squeezed water using your squeeze bottle to like get water into your soap to make more soap. Mm-hmm. make more soap um but i've been broke um, yeah yeah <laughs> but like that kind of thing where it's like the water squeeze it's it's the pressure when you when you release it is when the water comes into the bottle right it's not like yeah. when you squeeze it um and so i think that that's an interesting thinking about this kind of release that's happening tomorrow um with saturn and pisces mm-hmm. yes let's get um speaking, speaking of, of tomorrow not, not like, the... we'll tell you when that no tell you when that is um yes Saturn in Pisces. When does this begin? What's what? What? Uh, <laughs> Who? Her Saturn moves into Pisces on March seventh of this year, twenty twenty three, where it will remain. It is not even going to retrograde out. It's going to stop at zero degrees. I think we said right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. At zero. I mean, we right are there, done like, with Aquarius. Nah, babe. Yeah, nah, babe. Mm-hmm. We ain't going back. Edges. Um, until it will be in Pisces until May twenty fourth of twenty twenty five at which point it will move into Aries for a brief moment before it retrogrades back into Pisces, August 31st, 2025 through February 13th of 2026. So ostensibly we are in Saturn in Pisces until February of 2026. So Mm -hmm. we're in, you know, Saturn takes about three years uh, to move through each sign again, depending on the retrograde and depending on, uh, all, all things considered. Uh, so we've got some time with this Pisces and uh, this is a, a shift we've talked about. We're also getting, you know, Pluto moving to Aquarius. Not Yeah. The other thing and- we're starting to is this Saturn Neptune um, conjunction on the horizon too, which will be I was say widely Neptune changing signs. Yeah. Wh- while Neptune remains in, in Pisces for a bit longer, we're going to have uh, a Saturn-Neptune conjunction May to June of 2025, uh, as well as July and August of 2025. And then we'll have in Aries, Pisces and Aries, uh, February, March 2026. Uh, Some relief so- from Uranus, too. We've had Saturn-Aquarius squaring off with Uranus for these last few years. We're now going to, you know, of course... By sign, you know, we'll know when the dates come with more by degree, a sextile to Uranus. Um, okay. Like, you know, like what I don't, IDK, that's a little more uh, open, I guess, in terms of like those changes or adaptations or those things that are a little more in flux. And yeah, I mean, nep- the end of Neptune, Pisces eras, it's wild to think about because it's just been there so long mm-hmm. and it's sinking. It feels like Neptune leaving Pisces, the sign, you know, in a more modern sense that it rules, you know, uh, traditionally Jupiter, modernly Neptune, it ending with hand in hand with Saturn Mm -hmm. feels like, yeah, you're done. Like, (laughs) we've, thank you for your service. Like the fantasy, the delusion, the, or like willful delusion is not really going to fly as much when we move into more Aries energy 
again, this is still not for a while. Like we're looking, of course, we're looking ahead here and this is a longer transit, but I don't know. It feels like if not scary, because no one should, you know, don't fear whatever life, life's scary, but it does feel like you're a grown up now. Like you're okay. That those things that used to work for you might not anymore. Those things that were God, even just thinking of like the pivot to video or whatever, the things that worked before might not work now. And I think, uh, I've been saying, you know, screaming my head off about, I think Saturn being about structure, the bones about, you know, structural integrity being in Pisces is about being a defending yourself as well and growing a spine. I keep saying it over and over. It's like cowards, not welcome. You know, Pisces might want to run away and like shy from, you know, conflict. It's not known for conflict and it doesn't mean you have to then pop off and become a huge bitch now. But I think it feels very, to quote a meme, like Dakota Johnson, like, no, that's not true, Ellen. Like, I think just coming back to what is truth, what, what works for you and also how you feel about the matter is, yeah, like maybe this job pays and is, does this, but does it allow you that free time or does it allow you to be, feel like yourself? I think that that's going to all be really valuable information during this, this transit. I think it's also a reminder just of like consequences of your choices. It, mm-hmm. They can always kind of be changed, but if we're, the choices that we make most consistently, whether we want them to or not, do tend to like uh, accumulate and they have consequences and that leads to things, you know, going like whatever, whatever decisions that we're making. And I think that this Pisces is like, there's always a choice um, and you get to decide which choice you're making, but you don't get to go, oh, I didn't know that this was going to happen or whatever. Or like sometimes, sometimes you have no choice or sometimes you are, sometimes it's the, you know, lesser of two evils or whatever. Like sometimes you're left with a a terrible choice terrible options but you always do have you know the choice one of the things that i learned in hawaii and tying back to waterfalls um in hawaiian culture it is traditional to hula when you see a source of water out of respect um and i find that a really interesting tradition talking about saturn and pisces because you know, in modern day, like we have sinks and we have, you know, the the way you run into water is completely differently um, and and more readily available. And, and luckily, where we are, it's easy to get clean water, too. Um, but just the idea that this thing is so big and powerful. Water is definitely something I in Hawaii that like spoke to me the most where I was like, this is where I feel safe and happy. I feel like this is my little cancer moon, everything waterfalls and streams and ocean. And, you know, I, I was in where, uh, what is it called? The, where the river meets the ocean. It, we don't have to think of it, but brackish uh, water. No, it was like an estuary. Um, yeah. Estuary. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it is brackish water when you, t- when you describe the water. Um, but anyway, it's, there's so many different, you know, whatever Hawaii, but, I think the idea of, of, you know, having gratitude or dance or respect or whatever, when you, because we drink it every day, you know, and so it is this idea of something I'm going to take with me going forward is that if, if it's a hard day, or if you need that affirmation or the thing or the gratitude, it's like, then do it when you wash your hands, when you wash your face, like, so that it becomes a practice so that, you know, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take a second. I'm gonna go to the bathroom and calm down. I'm gonna wash my hands. I'm gonna like, you know, think about happy things or or say my my thing that I want to 
embody today. Um, and I think same with dance too. I think dance can be very Piscean. It's fluid. It moves. It's, it's, you know, uh, sometimes partnered and all of those things. And and I think for sure, dance, like dance it off, shake it off, like physically go take five and go like literally shake it off of your body. You don't have to make a beautiful dance out of it, but go, you know, go do it. And I think especially like creativity as a sign of respect to something. I love, I love all of that stuff. Mm. I love it. And you drink water every day. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> try, you try. remember to do that. <laughs> the what you like follow water is like sign of life where you, if, if there's water, things can live and grow and like flourish there and thinking of, you know, the seasons, at least here in the Western hemisphere of thinking of like water being a sign where we're not necessarily seeing the flowers and stuff yet, but it is the sign that spring and life is returning and thinking about that in terms of it being, you know, making space for emotions and those also being the, like, I don't know, fluidity and flow and, and connection and all of that too, I think is I don't, making making space in our structure for that we have to have like I, I don't know Saturn Pisces making me think of like pipes or whatever but it is like we have to make sure water gets in here too so making sure that we're mm-hmm. all making sure we're getting water in our lives whether that be literal water or but also creativity and and joy mm-hmm. and spirituality and that like yeah all of all of that stuff of that being something that isn't isn't frivolous at all it is proof of life and mm-hmm. and necessary for us to be be healthy and thriving. I don't know. I've yeah. I've I've been thinking a lot about Saturn and Pisces as as a you know creative person. Ugh, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, as a oh no, you need to do the as, as a, a proper creative, noun as a creative as a, as a creative. Um, thinking about <laughs> Saturn and Pisces as like working with the with the creativity itself. And how it is both like a practice that you need to come to, but also it's kind of own thing that you don't get to control or manipulate in the ways that we always went to, where it's like always there at your disposal. But part of it is coming even when the water isn't flowing necessarily, but making sure that we're keeping the the waterways clear and clean and maintained so that when water is coming, we're we're there to receive it and make the make the most use of it thinking someone else was talking about in California. I think it was when we were in, in the Bay on that hike talking about rainwater, things like that too, of these things of like, Oh, like, and our, our collective differences and all of these kinds of things of like, just making sure that we know what to do. Like different areas are going to get different levels and all of that, but we should all be mindful and, and intentional about how we're making sure that like waterways are, are clean and useful and efficient and whatever. Again, literally mm. metaphorically spiritually whatever that means i was hiking this morning and right now we're still in the like snow-capped california mountains time it's so gorgeous like simply stunning epic nature so small so humbled but i was listening to these like horrible women next to me being like it's really a shame it's like kind of a nasty day like i'm not really getting the best view and i'm like this doesn't owe you anything like like oh you're critiquing that like you wish it was clearer to see the mountains i'm sorry we live in a there's a valley and a basin here and yes sometimes sometimes this is my other pet peeve in la is when people are like it's so smoggy i'm like this is actually like not smog this is actually not smog this is marine layer or this is like 
I guess, yeah, sometimes it is smog, but like sometimes it's not. And just hearing people complain about the quality of the nature they were getting, I'm like, but I, yeah, you didn't pick up any of the trash you fucking just saw or walked by or like, then do something, bitch. Like, again, sorry, Aries Moon over here, mm-hmm. just like, oh, this isn't good enough. This spectacular this once in a lifetime event. Rain, like yeah. hike in California. Blessing, Are you joking? This blessing you're literally on. Oh, I'm sorry. This le- this stolen land isn't giving you enough. You can't yeah. see our man-made city beautifully enough on this, all this <laughs> nature's in the way. Like, yeah, and like again, whatever. Like, complain. You're can complain, but it just I like. How do you sit there and think that's not enough? That mm-hmm. I, I was. That's what I was feeling. Just like I, I didn't. Yeah, it's not as clear, but I can see it and I can feel. I can feel it more. Like I can't. I can't believe that there's what looks like Switzerland snow-capped mountains suspended in the air in mm-hmm. front of me. Like, oh, sorry. It's like a little hazy. Like, well, then and call your congressperson and like, let's clean. <laughs> let's, let's clean it. Like, even with the rainwater in California, I mean, we don't use so much of it, too. It's like, well, how do we work in these systems? Obviously, the Ohio train derailment. Yep. Wouldn't be shocked if we see more things like that because Saturn Pisces oh. does sound like deregulation in a oh lot my of God. ways. To me, that Ohio train, and I know we're not in this transit yet, um, right, but right. I find it like very Uranus Gemini that like uh, unexpected, like, I don't know, maybe just a taste of that, or I guess Pluto Aquarius too, maybe it's like the air and the, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. in the water. I don't know. I just, yeah, I find it so like, oh, I mean, it's horrifying anyway. I, I listened to the town hall, it was like, it was very intense well well, did you hear and i gotta watch the movie about how they were filming the movie about the train derailment white noise in that town so a lot of the families who were extras in the movie about the train disaster poisoning the town god were literally now people experiencing what they were just acting in like in that town Mm. that's mars and gemini Mm-hmm. right yeah. that's like oh, the well, dual God. nature of life yeah like it's so i don't yeah. know well mars and gemini is just i'm blaming i've been blaming mars <laughs> and gemini that we're still in for all our problems but yeah we'll be out of it soon and we'll have more mars retrogrades to look forward to during this whole time i mean yeah we're gonna oh. get when does uranus speaking of uranus when does uranus move into 2025 oh so we're gonna have so many shifts during this saturn pisces uh, not uh, as we mentioned mm-hmm. saturn itself but then pluto and Uranus and Neptune. Oh my well, God! And that's that everybody, the, I every outer planet that is. Well, it's also like, do, do we find out then, twenty twenty five, the effects of this Ohio train? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is that the, yeah? Like, we're all made oh, of was, poison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably all, the, all of this. Well, um, I was reading wow. a piece that uh, Kira, astrology, Taborn. Um, wrote about Saturn and Pisces and yes um, I really liked this description that she gave of um, Saturn and Pisces being like you know there are different the specific piece it says says uh, the rules of the sea are different than the rules of the land but there are rules nonetheless and in order to survive being out at sea one must abide by the strict set of regulations and there is daily upkeep to the vessel and the body but again these are things you wouldn't even consider being on land and thinking of that like mm-hmm. you don't know the 
there's going to be so many shifts to where it is like what keeps you personally grounded and and be feeling connected to all of us because we're all in this but we are going to see it from different kind of perspectives but that doesn't mean that huge seismic shifts aren't happening and really all we can do is like keep your keep your boat afloat to keep kind of like going through this so you can both you know i don't know take care of yourself but also someone else might need to like come in your boat <laughs> too i don't know all all of this stuff where it's like we got to be ready to 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 house people in our boat and but also to be like okay well it, we can't if we don't get there there's nothing to what's what's worth fighting for if we don't all get there if we all fucking sink if we all if there's holes in all of our boats uh mm-hmm. then all of this is a moot point so sharing know, resources like, yeah. is a is an inspiring way to think of on the optimistic side of you you know i'm out here trying to house apartment swap like let's defeat airbnb i mean i got unless they want to sponsor the podcast then we'll then we'll sell our souls but anyways but like we have enough stuff collectively to sustain like there's no real need for that much new which feels very pisces like in terms of like clothing in terms of housing like we have it like we it's here yeah, even food, that to me is like food. taxing taxing billionaires too you know like it's that totally like, for stuff they're not using everyone We're- else is taxed like i don't know how you're you know i don't know how you're not giving millions or whatever should have took We're- out a ppp yeah. loan. so pissed at myself yeah. We're going I, that just made me think of like we're going like, oh, where's all this money? How are we gonna pay for all of this? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like, where's like, the money going? Where I don't the- know. So weird. Yeah. It's like as we oh, know the about people sitting collective on literal, time in history. Lit- literal Scrooge McDuck piles of money going yeah. like, how could we possibly I know mm-hmm. it's not on it's not on people no. or whatever, but also it, No, it, hoarding it, wealth it is, is a mental problem like you have a mental disorder if you're hoarding that much wealth spend it 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 makes it it makes life yes all of it where it's like it's doing nothing it is doing nothing there like it could do all of this stuff we we know we know we might not all agree on what we should do with it or whatever but it is also like Mm -hmm. what yeah that it's sitting there doing nothing so it's sitting there doing nothing so we're gonna I like I like Pisces as since it does lend into Aries to come and we're not there yet of mm. of what's true. Like what is true for you? What do you see? What makes you feel a certain way? Um yeah, I think I mean I don't know. Like I feel like that's been the collective shoulder shrug of astrologers. Like Saturn Pisces is gonna be a it feels like it will be quite a vibe shift. It we're also supported with all these other outer planet vibe shifts. And um yeah, I mean, fuck. I don't know. Like, I think that hopefully it calls for peace and healing in a higher Pisces sense, but also we can get really detached and not care. And I, I think it's so easy for us to doom scroll and feel like nothing can be fixed. And this is just we're all just should just go down with the ship. But I don't know. I keep going back to like the ozone layer is healing. So like it is possible to fix our mistakes and to like what you said, Julia, about like we we don't have to put it on those who are new and fresh to do to to right the, the wrongs of the elders like the elders need to like fucking own up to their shit too and get their hands in the mud and 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 contribute so yeah i think like not putting it all on the future folks to come but checking back in with where we could just be better people 
Mm-hmm. And even saying like, what did you learn from that? Even that where it's like, we're not mm-hmm. only missing Reflect. out on the actual things, like we're missing on the wisdom that you've gained from your experiences. I think that's like a Saturn and Pisces to me too, of being like, I don't know. Yeah. If you can be honest about the choices that you had to make and how you made your choices and what, how you've lived with the consequences of your choices, that's stuff we can, that's transferable. That's stuff that people can learn from and take into consideration when they're making hard choices, because every generation has to do that. Everyone has to, has had to do that at some point and, and not telling us how you did it and how you feel about the choices that you made isn't helping people make better choices. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's going like, oh, I, well, I didn't have any, I didn't have anything, whatever. And when it's like, no, we have all of this, I get all of this resources. I'm just going to note that the, we talked about the Saturn Neptune conjunction that will happen in the Saturn Neptune cycle that we are, are, are in now, but the Neptune itself was discovered during a Saturn Neptune, um, conjunction which i think is interesting in terms of that being like bringing form and uh like structure to the thing that's like kind of you know formless whatever but this was also a time when you know socialism is is booming also the california gold rush uh the romantic period and Mm -hmm. uh you know all there was also you know a bunch of other (laughs) awful stuff too um but just (laughs) thinking of i think uh, a role like saturn and pisces thing to me is that it's like it is kind of up for grabs what else we're building too so like bring your we'll see we're gonna try stuff out and see what kind of stands the the test of time which also feels like a very saturnian concept even in and of itself is like you know something that you put up even just a little structure or whatever we might build something you know in in the sand that doesn't stand the test of the beach or whatever like and then you learn mm-hmm. oh that's not how we like build a thing but we don't i don't know yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I'm into it. I have a prediction. This is my yes. only like hardcore prediction I'll, I'll make. Uh, I think what's going to come back in style is gatekeeping and not like in a asshole, like, you know, exclusive way, just like not everyone needs to know where the best thing is at. Like, I think people might want to keep more things for themselves or for their group of friends or whatever i think we everything has been geotagged to fucking death i just i'm gonna call gatekeeping is coming back i'm with you i'm for mm-hmm. it i also as also maybe i'm just who, making a request that it comes back <laughs> same as someone who you know has sometimes had interactions with wonderful people that listen to this podcast um while i love talking to you guys it is also a reminder that this is public and sometimes it makes me afraid that people know where to find me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's different, like knowing someone knowing where to find me for this reason. Um, but thinking about the fact that like, you know, I do kind of say like where I hang out on here and like those kind of things. I've really taken a step back from doing that from the very beginning of this podcast when I felt like, you know, yeah, yeah, like- one would hear it. Um now I see I stopped like- I didn't say what dance I'd be at you know yeah with exactly and I'm like nope you're not gonna I'm not gonna blow up the spot if you want to invite it, get in my circle and it is one happen. of those things where I'm like if you really want to connect like you can catch me here every Monday or like you know where my show is on Sundays and you can come say hi in that safe mm-hmm. space um sp- space where I feel safe um and and so yeah I do I feel that in a safety component a lot of ways and not just with the podcast like on my Instagram and other you know 
and other yeah. ways. Too, where I don't want you to know where I get my sandwiches at every week because I go there by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gatekeeping. Dude, Secrets. Well, well, and also like having something that you share with just yourself oh. or your partner or a few people. It's or my main thing that I fucking hate is these. Sorry to sound like a millennial boomer, but the TikTokers who are like, oh, my God, my job's so easy. All I do is send one email a day and I get paid this. And it's like, bro, we've known don't this blow, this yeah, whole time. Blow we spot. didn't blow up the spot. You yeah, don't yeah. blow up the spot. Yeah. Stop blowing up the spot. Yeah. 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 Same um, with like restaurants and stuff, too. I mean, did you see the Harry mm-hmm. Styles thing? Yeah. You were the one Harry that told Styles, me about it, right? Yeah. Tales all this yeah, time. Yeah mentions it once in a song now the beachwood yeah. cafe can't yeah, you're the, one the that kids are it. the kids yeah. are taking the ox court there was a, a good la times photo article about it too so yeah blowing up the spot is kind of i'd say it's out of style we're not blowing like, up the spot anymore as much as i love like a busy shift like i would not want to work there that sounds no. horrible people breaking out in song all the time i'm guaranteeing all good zippers no. yeah absolutely not i think if it now needs to be if you know you thinking- know if you're listening and you have been to the Beachwood Cafe or you're going to go tip well. I used to go saying. there that you've ruined it. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Still, I don't know. So Harry, if you there. don't know, Harry wrote about it in a song. Now it's a pilgrimage site for what? Are, I don't even know what Harry Styles calls. I don't know. Styles hairheads. Um, oh, wait, no, they're oh, Harry Styles fans. I think I, when you, as say you know, it, I only enjoy so Harry Styles in his performance in Oh my Don't god, worry, why can't darling? I think of it? No, Dunkirk. I never saw maybe Dunkirk, thank you. Yeah, I'm only a Harry Styles fan for his war acting. Um thought he was great. But yeah, he blew up the spot and I think it will fade and everything has its time and totally. whatever. But no, but yeah, I don't know. Something a, special with a little, I think a little mystery also could a be just mystery. a thing. I mean, it's that where it's like I think maybe it's not so much gatekeeping, although I you know. Capricorn Moon over here. I'm like, I love a gatekeep. Um, she's she's got the keys to the gate. She's like, <laughs> like lock, Mark, call me Mark Marin. Lock the gate. Lock the uh, gate. <laughs> but um, I do think that kind of like, yeah, mi- thinking of mis- mystery of a little bit of illusion, a little bit of a thing. I think that um, the a lot of what are we doing now that we have ha- that we have all of the information and what and what is the value in being able to kind of um i don't know obfuscate the information that to me also thinks i think of like art and movies and things like that where it's like this is the art of deception in like a cool way in a mind expanding way not in a like we're hiding information which is also i think could be definitely piscean and saturnian like that you know we know mm-hmm. we know that that's happening um but thinking of it being more like yeah don't yeah let's not let's keep some keep some mystery or some omission in that thing where it's like oh if you know if you recognize the picture in the background then you know where it is but i'm not going to tell you where it is that kind mm-hmm. of a little more a little more tailor <laughs> easter eggs yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah pro gatekeep of course like if it's like helping someone in your community get work, you know, you know, you're all oh. smart. Use like your, use your best judgment, but 
Again, blowing up the spot. You know when you are and when you aren't. So well, and choose for decide for yourself what you think is like a cool cafe to go to. Don't just go to the one that everyone's going to or whatever. Like we're tired of that. Also, I think that like we're right. like there's not enough. Of course, TikTok is not original. To if everybody has to make content every day or whatever, then like, yeah, you are like, where else would you think of to go to besides this place that everybody is said to go? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Get the yeah, let's. Make something up. Make your own. I don't know. Get lost. Ooh, yeah. there you go. Get lost a little bit. It, like go off of a vibe or where, or maybe where's even in like thinking of a, like a kind of Virgo flip to the Pisces story of like where's in your neighborhood or where's something that's like always caught your eye and you've always wanted to go in there or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it doesn't have to just be where someone told you. Again, like like let's not be robots. Yeah. <laughs> is my request for Pisces Saturn season. They're making enough robots to replace us. We don't yeah. have to be them. We're not we robots. actually get to be people who are sensual and feeling and emotional and can be wrong. Like we don't have to be perfect. And I think of that release of the Virgo side too is embracing our messiness, but not in that like TikTok, Instagram, like, well, I'm such a goblin. It's like, you don't have to label when you're, like a piece of shit either <laughs> like those trust me as as someone who's been through their Saturn return their first one not the second not that old uh like we're gonna have ebbs and flows when we're feeling really spot on and put together and when we're really checked out but it doesn't need to be like in my goblin era I don't know I'm calling I think the like yeah the labelization of these kind of just things I see it on the way out yeah I agree all right. Um, give us, give us what you got. Well, this is great. We had um a request from our patron Jackie. Shout out to Jackie, friend of the pod, patron. Um, and folks can ask questions before we record episodes. If you're a member of our Patreon, again, that's Patreon.com/slash What's Your Sign Podcast. Link in bio. Link in show notes. Um, so we asked folks in our Discord if they had any questions before we what recorded our Saturn and Pisces episode and not so much a question, but a request for any mantras per sign of, you know, what to bring into this Saturn and Pisces time or what to reflect on. Um, so we did that. So we have some mantras for you. Me and Lisa, I think both concocted some, so yeah. I'm interested to see where they overlap, but should we, I, I'm guessing you did by rising sign one by one. I just did general ones. Oh, okay, cool. Well, so. we'll go in. You go first, and then I'll see okay. what happens. <laughs> cool. Um, remember, I was talking about, um, you know, doing this while washing your hands or brushing your teeth or something when you see water as a reminder because water is so ever-present in our current modern life. Um, so they're short. It's what I'm trying to say, um, but hopefully they're useful. Uh, first one is all together we create. Second one is I go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I dream as big as I can and then set practical goals. All right. Ooh. Okay. There is some overlap to some of okay. them, which is exciting. Um, I, I, I have a few more. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, okay. again, very Pisces. I was like, oh, I thought that was the end. Anyways, keep, um, keep going. <laughs> I am a spiritual being filled with light. Every interaction has meaning. Wealth, happiness, and love flows to me. When life gets tough, I still dance. Um, I'm grateful for my body, my being, and the wonders of nature around me. Last one being, others' rules do not define me. 
Uh, so yeah. pick one, take one, use them all if you want to write them down and rotate whatever you think they're in my phone for me. <laughs> I love them all. Yeah. Cool. Um, I have some I am or I, not all are I am, I statements. Um, this is for each rising sign. Um, I think it could apply probably to, if you hear like, oh, I really like the Leo rising one, then take it, honey. Because again, this is Saturn Pisces fluid time. Um, but this is per relates to where it's transiting for your house. So check your chart. Um, you know, if you're in the astro know, you might be like, that makes sense. But here we go. For Aries rising, your statement is, I am listening to the signs of the universe on this journey. My dreams are in reach. And for Taurus rising, I am supported by the people around me, my environment, and those those people celebrate my wins. Gemini risings. I am gifted and I am proud. I claim my power and vow to speak the truth for myself and for those who can't represent themselves. Cancer rising. I am living my values and respect the values of others. I believe there's room for all of us. Leo rising. I share the parts of myself no one has seen. I am lovable during all my seasons. Virgo rising. I give full trust to those who earn it. I live and practice reciprocity. Libra risings. I take the time to tend to my needs. I take all the small steps on the way to the big picture. Scorpio rising. I share myself and what makes me feel beautiful. I say yes to love. Sagittarius risings. I stay grounded amongst the chaos. I protect my peace. Capricorn risings. I stand strong in my ideas. My voice is resolute. Aquarius rising. I am my best friend. I'm always there for myself. And Pisces rising. I'm going the right way because it's mine. Do not underestimate me. And those are for your risings. I love those. They're great. I love it. How are you guys feeling for your Saturn Saturn transits? I'm fucked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll be it'll be fine. I it's always somewhere. It's and always somewhere. I know for some of you it's gonna transit your sun or you're having a Saturn return or oh, yeah. you, you have Happy a lot Saturn of natal return. placements there. It's it it's happened to you know, it'll happen again, hopefully in your lifetime. So just just enjoy that you get to experience even the worst parts of life. Mm-hmm. Ready to learn a new dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me that choreo. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, like, yeah, it's a while, you know, we'll be in this shit for some time. And also if you're in your Saturn return, Saturn Pisces person, whether it's your first, second, third, fourth, if it's fifth, then you're a vampire. <laughs> Let us know your secrets. Talk but... to me. Yeah. <laughs> Spell, me. Bitch. Suck me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We really got to start marketing to the vampires. I think vampires, they really like the get pod. at me. They are taking Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> Julia, off of Hulu. Julia. You know, oh, they are? Hey, you're inviting right now. <gasps> you're actively seeking oh, wow. invitation. Wow. Be careful. No, garlic. Bring the garlic to me. I rescind. <laughs> consent can be rescinded at any time, and I rescind my invitation. Um, there she is. Unless you're yeah. a hot vampire or no, you know, aging secrets. Of but course. I'll decide. In, you in, can in the fun can... sense, I'm with you. Yeah. But I also just like protect your energy spiritually. You're true. Yes. You're, true. you're right. You're right. I'm flagrant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, I think, you know, it's gonna be for my... a minute. We'll be learning. We'll be here. We'll be checking that's... in. 
that's my Saturn and Pisces lesson. <laughs> Res- respecting my energy. Um, I love it. Well, Saturn and Pisces, let's do this. Let's do this thing. I'm I'm feeling very like, all right, I'm ready. Strap it's, it. it's, yeah, so, it's so close where there's no uh, time to change I'm our minds. Signing up about for it. my scuba for Saturn and Pisces. Yes, that's I feel exciting. like there's nothing more Saturn and Pisces for me. I love it. Well, I'm straight into the final boss level. Let's do this thing. I'm with Thank you. you guys. Thanks, Thank guys. You for Happy Saturn Pisces time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign? Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities, advertising or commission readings. Email us what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.